Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent is waiting for Jimmy Olsen and Jack Wilson to contact him, not realizing that the boys have become dangerously entangled in the very plot they all are trying to solve. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, it would be uh, kind of too bad to lose out, you know, to let your friends get ahead of you in collecting those nifty comic buttons in that new series Kellogg's Pep is putting out. Because these buttons are so easy to get. You don't have to spend any of your allowance, and you don't even have to send in a box stop. And uh, you wouldn't want to miss the fun of trading duplicates either and showing off your collection on your jacket or your dresser cap. So keep right on working on your collection. You know, there are 18 new and different buttons and all. Every single one an old funny paper favorite like uh, Vitamin Flintheart or Pat Patton and Superman, of course. And every single one is a colorful, true-to-life picture. But remember, you can't buy these Pep Comic buttons anywhere. You get them the easy way, one in every package of Kellogg's Pep you open. And say you get something else, too. A super delicious whole wheat breakfast cereal that tastes just as good as it is good for you. Yes, sir. Pep helps start your day right with energy vitamin B1 and good old sunshine vitamin D. And say Pep gives your appetite a lift with that catchy sunshine flavor and loads of crisp golden toasted goodness. So remind Mom to get you some P.E.P., the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. Although Clark Kent is certain that hate mongers are responsible for the murder of a prominent citizen and for the false arrest of two Metropolis High School athletes on the charge of throwing a basketball game, he does not yet know who the bigots are. His only clue is the description of a man who passed out vicious hate-smearing pamphlets to the high school students and then stirred them into a near riot against what were intolerantly called foreign athletes. Leaving cub reporter Jimmy Olsen at the school with orders to contact him at once if the man was seen again, Kent left for the district attorney's office. A short time later, Jimmy and Jack Wilson, the captain of the team, spotted the agitator leaving a lunch wagon near the school. As we continue now, they are following him down a quiet tree-lined street. Listen. Suppose he turns around, Jim. What if he does, Jack? All he'll see is just a couple of high school kids out for a walk during lunch period. Yeah, but this guy is bad medicine. He beat up Cass Pulaski and Tony Rizzuti last night. And Mr. Kent says he's mixed up in the murder of Mr. Canfield, the millionaire. Sure, that's why we've got to follow him and see where he goes. Then we can call Mr. Kent, get the police out, and grab him. But you heard Mr. Kent say we shouldn't take any chances. To just call him or the police if we saw this fellow. But how are we going to stop off and call up anybody and still not lose this guy? Tell me that. Oh, gosh, I don't know, but... Uh-oh, wait. He's turning around. Stop, you dummy. You want him to know we're trailing him? Well, oh, come on. Gee whiz, Jim. Come on, I tell you. See, he's going on. Oh, yeah. Boy, my heart jumped right up into my mouth when he turned around. Relax. I've trailed plenty of bad actors. Guys just as dangerous as this one. All you have to do is keep on your toes, but not act as if you're trailing. Wait. He's going to cross the street. 
Don't follow him across yet. Just slow down a little and see where he goes. Okay. I guess you know all the ropes, Jim. I know a few. I'm a reporter, you know. Yeah, I know. Hey, look. He's going into that alley. Uh-huh. Come on. We've got to go after him. After him into the alley? Sure, come on. Golly, Jim. Frankly, I... I'm not too keen about following that guy into an alley. You want to see Cass and Tony clear, don't you? Well, sure, but, well, the only way we can do it is by trailing this guy. Wait. Hold it, Jack. Now what? He stopped at that car. See? Behind the old lumber yard. Yeah, I see him. Quick, duck behind this telephone pole. Can you see what he's doing? Yeah. He's getting into the car. Oh, this is where he loses us. Try to get his license number. Can you make it out, Jack? Kind of tough. There's mud on it. Probably put it there on purpose, the rat. I can make out a Y. And the number six. Mm. That's all I can see, too. Jeepers, if only you were headed this way, then he'd pass us and maybe we could get his number. Well, he is. What do you so... kids think you're doing? Huh? Jim, behind you. A little spying, maybe, huh? Oh, us? No, we were Jim, just... this is one of the guys who was at school this morning. She was. Come on, break away. No, you don't stand still or I'll bat your brains out. Stand still, I said. You can't get away. Okay, uh... Okay, we're not trying to get away. Oh, no. No, you What's see... What's the matter, Fargo? I caught these two kids trailing you, Joe. Oh, well, they were, huh? No, no we, we were, were just... Uh... Bring them here. Right. Go on, you two. Walk over to that car. Oh, wait, let go, will you? Relax, Jack. This is what we wanted. Come on. Ah, you're being smart. Hey, this is bad, Jim. No, it's perfect. Uh, we wanted to meet these guys, didn't we? Huh? Sure. Didn't we want to get in with him? You know. What? Maybe even get to work with him. Work with him? Hey, what are you kids talking about? Well, you see, mister, we like what you said in those pamphlets you passed out at school today. We we agree with you 100%, see? Oh, well, you do, oh, huh? Yeah, so we thought... Wait that... a minute. Tell it to my, to my uh, friend here. What's going on here, Fargo? I don't know, Joe. This freckled character is handing me some line about wanting to get in and work with us. Is that so? Yeah, you see, Mr. We Shut up and get into the car. Now, look, Mr. We... Get in, I said, in the back. Okay, sure, we'll get in. We want to talk to you anyhow. Come on, Jack. Jeepers, Jim, what'll we do if I had just followed my lead? I'm going to back with the kids, Fargo. You get in front and be ready for a quick getaway if I give you the word. Okay, Joe. Now, look, you kids, I want the truth and fast. What's the idea of following me? Well, you see, mister, it's like I started to tell your friend. Jack and I heard you talking outside school this morning, and we read the pamphlets you passed out, and we... Well, we agree with what you said about Pulaski and Rizzuti and the other foreigner basketball players giving us a dirty deal. You do, huh? That's right. You see, we... Hey, wait a... Wait a minute. Aren't you Jack Wilson, captain of the Metropolis High team? Why, yes, I, I am, but... Jack Wilson, what are you trying to do? Pull a fast one on me? No, I... Hold it. What's your name, kid? Me? Uh, Jim. Uh, Jim Adams. Adams, huh? That's a good American name. Yeah, I'm a good American, all right. That's why I wanted to talk to you, see? Jack and I want to get back at the guys who threw the game last night. I don't know if you should go for this. Joe, after all, it would take Quiet, Fargo. I'm handling this. Okay, okay. Now, you boys want to get back at the dirty little foreigners who threw the game on you, huh? We sure do, don't we, Chuck? Then how? Well, maybe I'll give you the chance. Tonight. How would you like that? Oh, boy, that's swell. What do you want us to do? If you're on the level, I'll tell you. Tonight. Okay. Just say where and when. Both of you be in Pete's lunch wagon across the street from the school at 8 o'clock. Call you on the phone there and tell you where to meet me. Can't you, uh, tell us now? You heard me. I'll phone you at the lunch wagon tonight at 8. Okay, let's go, Jack. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's a couple of flowers. 
Wire him when you come to meet us tonight. White carnations? What's the idea? Never mind the idea. Just do as I say. And if you do a good job, you'll not only get back at those basketball players, but you'll make a little money besides. Money? Yeah. Now fade. Be at the lunch wagon at 8 o'clock for my phone call. Don't forget to wear the white carnations when you come where I tell you to. Oh, we won't forget. Come on, Jack. We'll be there, mister. Okay. Get going, Fargo. Gosh, Jim, do you think we ought to... Save your breath for a run, Jack. We've got to see Mr. Kent, and fast. Come on. Jim. Nothing, Mr. Kent. They drove away, and we came right over here to the planet. Let's see. You're to be at this lunch wagon at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. This guy, Joe, said he'd phone us there and tell us where to meet him. All right. Now, get this. When he phones you, I want you to call me at once and tell me where he told you to come. I'll be at the district attorney's office. Understand? Uh-huh. And you and the DA will meet Joe instead of us, That's huh? That's the idea, Jim. Now, it... what about uh, these flowers, the white carnations that he told us to wear? Yeah, what do you think that's for, Mr. Kent? Well, they're obviously for purposes of identification. We'll find out more about that later. Now, you boys got everything straight? Sure. We go to the lunch wagon tonight and wait for Joe's phone call. Right. Then we call you at the DA's office, and you and the DA take it from there. Right. After you call me, you two are to go right to the DA's office and wait there for us. No more going places on your own. Is that understood? Oh, sure. And how? I don't want to meet those guys again. Especially at night. All right, then. Everything's set for tonight. If all goes well, we'll have those hate peddlers and murderers behind bars by morning. What will happen at the lunch wagon tonight? We'll be back in a moment to find out, so stand by. Say, you like to have pictures of your favorite friends, don't you? Well, there's one reason why those comic buttons in the new series from Packages of Kellogg's Pep are making such a hit with you fellows and girls. Because those comic strip characters are old friends. You followed their adventures in the funny papers for a long, long time. So collecting those Pep comic buttons is bound to be mighty exciting. And are these pictures true to life? Chief Brandon looks so dignified and official, and Goofy has that silly grin on his face, and Superman looks as if he's all ready to take off to the skies. Yes, sir, those 18 new and different pep comic buttons are really slick. You'll be proud to wear them pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap, so don't let your pals get ahead of you. You keep working on your collection. Ask Mom to get you plenty of Kellogg's pet. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. You just look for one inside every package of pep you open. And say, look for some downright good eating at breakfast, too, because that's what pep's famous for. Those good whole wheat flakes are loaded with golden toasted sunshine flavor that makes a hit on a frosty morning. That's P-E-P, gang. The sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As we continue now, it is evening. Jimmy Olsen and Jack Wilson trying not to betray their nervousness sitting at the counter in Pete's lunch wagon across the street from Metropolis High School. There are no other customers, and the proprietor, a stout, bald-headed man, is polishing a coffee urn at the far end of the counter. After eight, Jim, why doesn't that guy phone? Relax, Jack. He'll call. Jim, look. Holy smokes. It's that guy, Joe. What's he doing here? I thought he was going to call us. boy. Hiya. I thought you were going to call us. We decided to come down and pick you up ourselves instead of phone. Let's go. Go? Where? 
I'm going to give you a chance to get back at those dirty little foreigners who threw the basketball game last night. Oh, well... Come on, we're in a hurry. But, uh, but you were supposed to call us up. You heard him. We changed our minds. <laughs> Gee whiz, Jim, what do we do? Come on, come on. What are you stalling for? Oh, we, we're not stalling. It's just... Go ahead. Start walking out to that car. Go on. Faces pale, Jimmy Olsen and Jack Wilson walk to the door of the diner on rubbery legs, their eyes casting desperate appeal at the lunch wagon proprietor who, unconcerned, pays no attention to them. Jim's plan to trap the agitators and murderers has backfired. Now the boys themselves are trapped. What will happen now as Clark Kent and the district attorney wait tensely for a phone call from Jimmy and Jack? A phone call which now cannot be made. Whatever you do, gang, don't miss Monday's thrilling episode when the new plot against American boys and girls... Planned by the intolerant knights of the White Carnation is further unfolded. Monday's episode is packed with chills and thrills, so be sure to tune in. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, you know what it means when Kellogg's Rice Krispies go snap, crackle, and pop in milk? Why, it means they're crisp. Crisp as crisp can be. Sure, Kellogg's Rice Krispies are the only cereal so crisp they snap crackle, and pop. That's why you see so much of those three famous little elves, snap, crackle, and pop in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package. They stand for the crispiness of Kellogg's Golden Bubbles of Oven Popped Rice. The one and only snap, crackle, and pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Well, I feel a little sorry for poor Jack Wilson getting drawn into this when there really wasn't a reason other than to give Jimmy Olsen somebody to talk to. And the whole change of plan thing is kind of an old trick on Superman, where they put everything on the person actually calling, and they surprise everybody by showing up. Indeed, to keep things interesting, Superman spends a lot of time waiting by the phone for Jimmy Olsen to call. A problem that would be alleviated in the Silver Age with the invention of Jimmy Olsen's signal watch. Unfortunately, that's not there right now. So Jimmy's in a tight spot, and we'll see how it turns out. Join us on Sunday for Part 9, The Knights of the White Carnation. In the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.